Hey everybody, how's it going? You've made it. I've made it. Episode 12, keeping it classy, minus one black strong, but we're keeping it strong. Here we go. officially i'd been gone i don't know if you know but uh i've been non-exotic traveling and non-exotic no no it's not exotic at all what is exotic traveling i would say something tropical something out of the country um something way outside the box for yourself i think you know the fact that i live here in Seattle, for those of you who are first time listening, guess what? <laughs> I'm a Seattleite. Um, but if uh, if I was doing something like, say, in the mountains, or if I was like way deep in the Everglades, or you know, swamping or something, that could be considered exotic for me. But uh, just general traveling within the states, doing something pretty domestic, doesn't count. Not exotic. Not exotic. Where were you? I was in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, gorgeous sunsets. Um, I truly lived the cliche of the dramatic Thanksgiving holiday family get together. Dramatic. Beyond unnecessarily dramatic. <laughs> With all the awesome, like, dirty secret family. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, like you know what I found out that was kind of crazy, which I, I I do indulge in that as long as I'm not having to live in the moment. Yeah. I found out that at my wedding, my dad and his brother almost got a, in a fist fight at my own wedding. For what? I have no idea. The details are Wait, on- your dad and your brother? Who? No, no. My dad and his brother. Oh, so your dad and your uncle. Yeah. <clears throat> which was I I came home and told Fabrizio I was like do you know that so we did like a um it just got weird we did a barbecue planned like barbecue after the wedding um at Golden Gardens mm-hmm. and we like invited all of our really close friends the the wedding was broad we had all of our friends but then we did like more of the close family and some of the really tight capoeira friends of ours which was really cool for my my grandparents and stuff because we brought the drums out we brought the the all the musical instruments we were singing and dancing and okay. at the beach and they were just like wow this is so cool and i'm yeah, like show yeah but it's also just like that cultural lifestyle that is such a huge part of how I live, right? That they kind of like to see that I wasn't just doing the typical day to day suburban life. That this has you incorporated one of your passions into the most important day of your life. Oh, yeah, but they, that's but, awesome. But also, they just got to see like we don't just like hang out and drink or hang out and party or just go to garage sales on the weekends. <laughs> There's culture there, 
yeah. there's music, there's dance, there's movement that we're doing all of these things. And it's a tight new group of people, tight net group of people. And they got to really see that. And they're like, and they started dancing and they were hanging out. And it was like really enjoyable for them to see the cultural aspect of the lifestyle that I'm living. Very cool. So, yeah. And um, my uncle had called on that day and was like, hey, sorry we couldn't make it. We're going to do this. Can you tell me where blah, blah, blah. They want to know where to go find something in town. And um, and that was it. And they said, we're going to catch our flight. It was so nice. Such a nice uh, wedding, blah, blah, blah. Right? Wait, so your uncle went to the wedding but didn't go to the after party. That's right. And I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. So then when I was in Tucson, I found out that him and my dad literally almost like started grabbing at each other, almost got in a fist fight. (laughs) And that's, I was like, oh, no wonder he didn't come to the beach thing. Right. Right. So your your dad didn't offer up this information, obviously. My dad doesn't offer up no information, (laughs) never. That guy is all kind of elusive. And uh, so so that was the thing. My dad popped off with some drama with me, too. At your wedding? Mm-mm. On Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. On Thanksgiving Day. Just went in yeah, on I me. I mean, that's what Thanksgiving should be called. For, family drama day. Yeah, but that's the truth. For me, I never have that. We always have the best holidays. And Thanksgiving primarily is my favorite holiday because it's all the food all the friends all the good times without having the responsibility of like buying presents or any letdown Hmm. or obligation to spend money like that you make your best dish you bring it you share it with your friends we drink a lot we laugh a lot we dance we have fun the kids are there my friends are there it's always the best time interesting and i went to my family's thanksgiving I took a class while I was in Tucson, but let's just get down to the nitty gritty of life yeah. and life as I went out. I'll give. Oh, so let me give you the, the full premise of this. So my grandfather's 92. My, my grandmother's 87. That's my nana, my tata. Okay. Yeah. And so she called me two months ago and was like, look, we can't come to Lucas's birthday. And I was thinking, yeah, you guys should not be trapped. You're old. Stay off the flights. (laughs) I was kind of impressed that they came to the last two. But again, that's a cultural thing, too, right? They're Mexican. They're like, this is the new grand, great grandkid. Great grandkid. Viznieto. Right. And so they want to, you know, make sure they get to enjoy him. And it's such a lineage, you know? And so, and they really like my husband and everything. And so they really wanted to come. And Fabricio's parents were not at the wedding because uh, it's so expensive. Yeah. And it was like, we had to make a decision. Are they going to come for Lucas's birth or like when he's born or do they come for the wedding? Yeah. So we decided to wait and let them come after. Right. Yeah. So... So my grandparents actually got to meet his parents and everything by coming to the birthday. And then they came the next year. My uncle, the one who got almost got in a fist fight, yeah. he's a flight attendant. So he gets them free flights. Oh. So it's that's of no consequence. But the last time they came, I think the flight was hard on them. Hmm. And um, they end up having... From Arizona? To, it's just that they have to fly standby. Yeah. 
They're old. They have to and like and nav- I mean, airports suck and yeah. But also, getting on a plane can make your joints swell. It's, oh, yeah. it's like hard on the body. You're right. sitting there for hours in uncomfortable positions, and like even me, it sucks for me. So I I totally understood. But then she said, "Hey, I can. I, we would really like it if you and Lucas could come for Thanksgiving, and it would really mean a lot to us." And she also <laughs> a little sliver of guilt in there. She's like, "Your thought." I like how she she always says, "My thought is getting old." Like yeah. not her. <laughs> Your thought is getting old. Like, of course, you're not far behind him, lady. <laughs> But I got to say, these people are razor sharp, yeah. like their mentality, their physicality, they're out doing stuff, they're moving They're She's volunteering. She's going to activities. They both drive themselves around. They live independently in their own home. They're not in homes. They go dancing still They're for 87 and 90 plus. They're doing better than most regular they're, people I know. I mean, they're enjoying enjoying their life. Yeah, but they have full independence. My yeah. thought that went and worked on his truck while I was there. He was like, oh, the windshield wiper was spraying fluid. I got to go out there and work on the truck. And he was like out there tinkering on his truck. Yeah. You know, and and, and handling it. So anyway, uh, I decided, to, you know, I had we had to make that happen for them. We were going to go and do Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Day happened to be my dad's birthday, and it was the first time that my grandmother was going to have the entire lineage of the family in one place at one time. That's exciting. Yeah, and special for her, and she really is the matriarch of the family, and so you can't not feel obligated to do that. Right. I mean, because how many families really have that ability to have that many generations together at the same time? Dude, and the fact that my grandparents... Are both together after 66 years. They live in the same home they did. And that's the thing. So I got all these family stories out of it. I really made an effort to start like picking the stories out and asking questions about like, how did you meet? What was it like? Not. And I didn't want that surface level bullshit. I was like, what did you think? Were you jealous? You know, all the little ins and outs. And then it was great. I also like helped clean my grandmother's like bathroom, like top to bottom. I wasn't like, you know, they're very clean. They're very meticulous. It's a well-kept house. But I mean, at 87, she's not climbing up on the furniture to get the high stuff and like getting way down low. So I was like trying to help out as much as I could and make meals and stuff. And I'm doing my best to like. So how many people were in the house? So you were staying with them? Yeah, I was staying with them, me and my three-year-old son which was the best for them i he got up every morning and like gave kisses and hugs in the morning to each one they were like oh he's so well behaved and he's so like he's got such good manners and they loved it and like um and then my dad and his girlfriend but they've been together for years they live together But after a second marriage, he's not getting married again. He's, you know, they're just going to live like that. But he lives here, so he flew down? He flew down. Okay. And my aunt flew in, but she stayed with my... So my cousin, she lives in Tucson. Okay. And that's her mom. Her mom flew and stayed with her and her kids. Mm, Okay. And then my dad stayed in my Nana's house, and I, me and Lucas stayed in my Nana's house. So that was a full house. 
Yeah. A lot of, but, and I used to spend every summer there. This is like so familiar that I was actually really looking forward to my son having some of that familiarity of the family home like that. Mm. Right. Me and my cousin, my cousin ended up growing up with my grandparents. She lived there all through high school and, and when she was young and I would spend summers there every summer and I just have some of the best memories of my life in that house. Yeah. And uh, my dad grew up there. My aunt grew up there. This house is just like the beacon of all of us. It's the center. Yeah. And so, uh, but my dad was like, I don't know. He was kind of weird when we were there. And which is fine. That He kept going and doing stuff every day, all day. He wasn't spending much time with us. He was like out and about all the time. Just in town and yeah <clears throat> yeah shopping or just taking off in yeah. the morning sometimes he wouldn't even say goodbye it was really weird huh and i was like that's freaking rude but whatever you yeah. know you didn't I was ask like, him what's going on i don't talk to him <laughs> you know i was like because it, all all that's coming from my end is that i'm opinionated yeah. right i'm like i think that's rude but i'm not going to confront him about it but I did tell him like, a couple times, like, hey, say goodbye to Lucas. He's really excited to see you. Yeah. You should say goodbye to him at least and, like, play with him. But he did. He started to play with him and stuff. But uh, then Thanksgiving Day, he just started in on me with, like, all this stuff about work and how he thinks I should be doing things differently and this and that, about, like, going in. And I was just like... <laughs> What say, here, listen, old man. I, I, I kind of was just like, why do I have to defend myself to you? Yeah, it's like, I got my own life. You worry about yours. No, by the way, I'm I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing right now. And, like, sometimes you just got to play the long game. And I'm working towards this goal. But, you know, to get the job of your dreams, sometimes you got to take it step by step sure. and wait for it to happen and keep just taking the little steps to go forward and then he wanted to just keep going and criticizing and pick a fight and and be negative and be rude and i was just like why are you doing this right now hmm. like i don't need i don't need i'm like, like what's the i was point? like making food yeah i was like i'm not talking shit to you i'm not starting anything why are you even engaging in this way with me huh. and i would thought it was bizarre and then we went to Thanksgiving, but he was ruffling feathers with the other family, too. Was he? So he was just in a mood. He was playing super cool guy with the family. Oh. They were like, hey, we're trying to plan dinner tonight. We just want to know when you're going to get into town. He's like, I'll get there when I get there. Yikes. And I was like, why? Why? Just be like, hey, don't count on me. We don't know when we're going to get there. So if you guys want to start without us, that's okay. I just don't want to make any promise. Be cool. But yeah. no, he was like, cool guy from jump. And starting with attitude and doing this and that. And my my rest of my family, they're a little neurotic also. <laughs> so it was just like 
all the buttons getting pushed all over the place. And then I got, so Thanksgiving comes, I made all the dinner. We did a special dinner for my dad for his birthday. And uh, <laughs> maybe that's why he was in the mood. It was his birthday. No, no, it was the date we, we decided we were like, okay, it's your birthday, but your birthday's on Thanksgiving. So let's do something the day before. Well, right. But maybe the attitude was because he's, uh, that number what, what what number is this 62 i mean eh, the it's close enough to 60 where it could be the a monumental birthday and he's realizing that he's uh that is mighty generous of you well, if you I knew mean, my dad he's just kind of a dick <laughs> he is it won't be the first and won't be the last time somebody says so <laughs> well you know you know that's so funny that i'm even saying that because uh when i was younger i used to have this boss who, when we would have conversations, actually, we were, he was my boss, but he was really a friend. Like, right. we, would, we would hang out a lot. He's yeah. not that much older than me. And uh, this dude would play devil's advocate for every single situation, yeah. every single scenario. You bring anything up, he'll play devil's advocate. Right. And that used to drive me insane. It's like, there is no need to play devil's advocate for this situation. But now... That I'm old. Right. <laughs> I'm doing that more. No, I do too. And I, because I've lived enough to understand that everybody's got their own perspective. And that's why yeah, I wasn't all. like really being confrontational sure. with him about you this. you know what he's going through. It's something. It could be I, I don't even care. It could be projecting. The thing is, is that I don't care. Yeah. Like that's him. And it doesn't have to be a reflection of me. Period. Was the, uh, but, your stepmom was there? Yeah, no, yeah, it was a, blah blah blah. Was she getting any of the? <laughs> she, my stepmom, is one person, and then my dad's girlfriend's another person. Okay, and my stepmom does live in Tucson now, and so she has my. Wait, hold on. So it's your dad. My dad. And he has a wife. He has an ex-wife. Has an ex-wife. And my sister, who's a half sister. So the ex-wife is the one you call stepmom. Yeah, and she's she's now gotten into a war with my dad, and yeah. he told her to stay the fuck away from her family, his mm. family, and nobody's really listening to that. We all mm. really like her. Yeah, and then, but then there's a girlfriend a girlfriend, now. yeah, who's who's appropriate age and everything. <laughs> were there were the all was the both of, were both of them in on this Thanksgiving get together? Well, so my stepmom was invited. And she decided not to show up just to avoid any controversy. <laughs> oh my goodness! But here's another thing. Let's yeah. add a layer. How do you, how do you <laughs> feel? How do you feel about onions? Because this thing has got all the layers. Uh, oh, your dad is uh, he's something. Oh my god! So he had state. So here's another thing. So my grandmother is Mexican, extremely Catholic, and has for life had a rule: if you're not married. You cannot stay in the same room in her house, period. Yeah. No matter how old you are, no matter if you live in a home in Seattle right. together under the same roof, if you're not married, you cannot come into her home and stay in a bedroom together. She yeah. will split you up. You can stay in the house. Hey, her house, her rules. That's right. And so, so because of that, the last time my dad was here, he stayed with his girlfriend in his ex-wife's house with the ex-wife <laughs> and the ex-wife's oh, new dude. Wow. And she was cool with it and they were cool with it and everything was civil. But that since is then some bonkers. Since then some things have eh, 
I kind of respect it. I feel like it's like a mature thing. Like, hey, I have a guy. You have a lady. We still have a kid together. We know how to coexist. It didn't work out between us. But, hey, I get it. You can come. I have a big house. You can stay in my home and spend time with your daughter. Yeah. Right? So I respect that they're mature enough to do that and that there wasn't bad blood that they could actually pull that off. Right? And that well, the two yeah. ladies got, I mean, they they all came to my wedding. Yeah. And everything was civil. So how long has... How long was he married? To her? Uh, 18 years. And then how long has he been with the girlfriend? Three years. Okay. Yeah, and now they live together in Tacoma. Hmm. I like her. Yeah. She's cool. I, You know, you got to take it all with a grain of salt. But, sure. But for him, I think they are great together. She's active. She's a go-getter. She golfs. She does outdoor activities. My dad's really like that. And yeah. so the ex, she was really good business-wise. She was savvy. She was good with money and all these other things. And she had a really high-up corporate job. My dad admired that. But as, like, personalities, they're actually completely different. So <laughs> ultimately, it just never ended up landing on the same level. Yeah. So... She likes to shop. My dad likes to hike. I mean, it's like two totally different kind of personalities, right? But uh, so there was a war that kicked off, okay? And uh, now she's not allowed around. Regardless, everybody was like, that's okay. We still talk to her. We're not going to ruffle the feathers. You're invited if you want to come. But she's like, no, that's okay. Yeah. I'll come around for something else. Right. So, but then my dad picks a, I haven't cried, cried in a long time. Mm. And he brought me to tears. That like deep, deep level of like, your dad again is, is not supporting you. Yeah. Making you feel inadequate. You're never good enough. You're never going to measure up. And, and he never raised me. He took off when I was like two years old yeah, and has forever in my life criticized my life. And I'm just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't. Uh... You don't get to not have any uh, hand in creating values and morals and structure and then come back and be like, oh, I don't like how you do it. So now. when did he, if I may ask. Yeah, you can. So when did he come back? When, when did you renew a relationship with him uh you know it's funny it like i let him come back a couple of times like once when i was 17 he really pissed me off and i said you know what i can't do this with you i'm yeah. leaving i went to arizona to watch him graduate college and then the day before he was supposed to graduate he pissed me off again criticized me was like shitting all over me and i said you know i'm super independent at 17 yeah. And you don't know what my home life is like right now. And right. what I'm doing right now is the best of a bad situation. I'm taking care of myself. I work two jobs and I drive myself to school every single day without any parental guidance telling me to do so. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I don't need your fucking judgment now. You want me to come celebrate you. But where have you been all these years? Yeah. And I was like, I'm so independent. That's kind of weird. And that's I kind said. Of, that's uh, 
that is zero self-awareness. Exactly. There's no hypocrisy in him whatsoever. And so I was like, you know what? I don't fucking need you. This is bullshit. I came out here to support you in some shining moment when you've never fucking supported me in anything. Yeah. And I'm so independent. I got money to take a shuttle and I'm going to fly myself home right now. And he was like, you want to ride? I was like, I don't need you for shit. And flew home and took care of myself from there on out. Hmm. And then he came back around when I was 20 because he met his my stepmom. Oh. And she was so fucking cool that I reunited with them because I got along with her so well yeah. that we became fast friends. So he's like, I'm going to get married. No, he just did. He met. He lived in Arizona and met this woman who lived in Seattle. And he ended up moving like two blocks away from me. Hmm. And so we just started hanging out because if he hadn't moved here, it was just circumstantial. The only reason he talked to me is because he he lived so close. He was like, well, I guess I should touch base with my daughter. (laughs) Right. And because I was so independent and I had already established myself, I was like, well, he can't hurt me because I'm my own person. Right. So I'll just let him be around, like go to lunch sometimes, like go over there, but not really have to feel like any responsibility. Yeah. There's no obligation. It's more of easy peasy. Yeah, totally. And not only that, and and then we got in a fight again because he did the same thing. And I just pretty much cut his balls off. I said, look, if you don't fucking be nice to me, I'm going to sue you for back child support. And that's going to be the fucking end of it. Yeah. I was like, you can either be a positive contribution to my life or not be involved at all. Because at (laughs) this point I've lived so long without having you in my life. I don't need you to come in and shit on me. Yeah. I've already been disappointed about the lack. It's uh, I I find it super interesting that some women don't, how can I say that some women don't by default uh, get child support. I had a friend years and years ago who she was in this on off really weak relationship, uh, like not strong at all, just really superficial relationship with this guy. And he knocked her up Uh and she never asked for child. She never went and asked for child. Some people are afraid. Some people are afraid that if they do that, then they'll lose any connection, A, and B, that they will scare the dude away that the kid doesn't get to have any experience of their real father. See, that, that and I, sounds so And this is me. what I mean. My dad used to send uh, like $100 a month sometimes. Yeah. And then after I was like very young, that just stopped altogether. And the truth is, is that for anybody listening, back child support is a real thing. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, (laughs) yeah, some people know real well. Okay. And he knew. And I told him he said some really derogatory, embarrassing shit to my face in front of my stepmom, in front of my little sister. And I said, that's going to be the last time you ever fucking talk to me like that. You say one more fucking thing to me and I'm suing you for back child support and that'll be the last to see you'll see me. Yeah. And I, and then three days later I called him. I said, if you want to meet me and have a conversation, I'm going to set some ground rules. If you ever want to have a relationship with me again. And I did. And I told him. So this was when you were 20. By this time I was like 25. Okay. And so, so you're saying that from 20 to 25, 
the relationship was so just so. Rocky. It was so so. I come okay. over for Christmas. I come over okay. and like tolerable. Yeah, and he used to. I was I was break dancing at the time, and like he, I invited him and my mom to my first like real performance that was for the. You remember the fire, the arson fire that happened that killed all those people. The guy who did the fraudulent fire here yeah he was the asian dude who set that massive warehouse fire that killed like six to eight firefighters Mm, i don't remember martin yang or something when was this and then he fled the country this was like into 1999 oh i wasn't here well if you go down to pioneer square there's there's bronze statues of firefighters down there that was like Okay, so we were, oh, okay, we there, did mean, a performance to do the induction of that monument for those firefighters. Oh, I see. Which was a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first time that we were like actually uh, like established as this dance crew and we're getting asked to do this major performance that was so special and so special to the city. It was yeah. a very honorable thing to do and we're there and my dad looks at my mom and goes, she doesn't think she's going to make anything of this, does she? <laughs> and I was like, fuck this motherfucker. Yeah. And then two years later, I'm getting flown to Korea, Japan, Germany, all over the world. And then he was like, oh, did you know my daughter's in Circle of Fire? <laughs> oh, did you see the article in the newspaper? And yeah. I, this is the guy who it, my whole life. I'm like, you know, what's funny. You have zero contribution to any of this. Yeah. And my mom was there supporting me and I invited you to be proud of me. And what did you do? You shit on me. Yeah. And like, and so then. Are you, do you want me to annoy you? No, you can. <laughs> that you typically parents, when their kid go, goes into something involving the arts. I know. That's sort of, uh, I think that's sort of par for the course. Yeah, but my mom not. Yeah. My mom was there. She's like, yeah. you, she always was like, you can do this. And the truth is, is that not every kid is special, but everybody has a talent. The I think the biggest difference, though, here is that he had zero. He, he had very little hand in anything. Exactly. In your kid, in your childhood, in your adolescence, in your teenage years. No, dude. So there was like no real reason for him to be negative about it when. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't there to uh, the sh- mold to or, mold or shape or guide in what to what he thought. Yeah, like he wasn't. So there's like, dude, you got no horse in this race. Exactly. But here's another thing. Like, really, from what I came from, yeah, and the shit that I had been through, it's kind of like I really came out on top of where yeah. I should have been. Yeah, like honestly, and. And that's the thing. When I look back and he's sitting there criticizing me to this day, I look at it and it's so funny. I'm like, who the fuck has ever flown you anywhere for anything you've ever done in your life? Not even your job, not even a thing you go to work for. Mm -hmm. I was recognized and I was acknowledged for a talent I had Mm -hmm. and got to see the world. Right. And same thing with my job. I was a buyer for a clothing store and I was so good at it. I was doing write-ups. My boss flew me to Thailand. She flew me to Vegas. Like these people are, 
are looking at what I do and saying, no, mm-hmm. this is valuable. This is worth it. And I've built myself off of that and life experiences. And yet I'm still having to defend him at 42 years of age in the kitchen while I'm making my grandparents food. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I told him, I said, this is it. This is it. This is the last time you're going to break my heart. From here on, we are going to go our separate ways. When was this? And on Thanksgiving. Hmm. I said, So it did come to a head. Crazy, dude. Crazy. I said, On Thanksgiving? On after- Thanksgiving. I'm making food for Thanksgiving dinner at my grandparents' house. I'm like, I'm going to, I told them, I'm going to make this so that when I get to the house, I can help them with ever. So sure. I'm going to prep this here and then, then I'll do that. And uh, he had already picked on me. And then he comes up with some bullshit. Here's another thing. Anybody who's listening to this, if you haven't tuned out because you're bored of the baloney, <laughs> which, I, no, really, which I, mean, I really don't care. I think that a lot of people have very interesting family dynamics. and uh, But I, uh, I think that people like to hear the dynamics of other people so and that the they can story. compare. Yeah, exactly. And that you're not alone. This is the thing. I've always yeah. heard about these like, <clears throat> you know, nightmare thanksgiving oh shit i gotta go see my family and i really never had that yeah i used to when i was a kid and then i totally separated myself from that i was like i'm gonna choose my reality and then i did this for my grandmother and i was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna do this it's gonna be cool i haven't seen these people in so long and then damn if it wasn't all the cliche right (laughs) and so he comes up but here's what i was gonna say i used to think you grew out of the bullshit no you don't no. You have to choose to evolve past your own bullshit. Yeah. This- well, some people can, which it's, I mean, yeah, most some people can, but a lot of people just. No, but you have to be proactive they're, they're, to they're intentionally choose to say, I'm not going to be like that anymore. Yeah. Well, the pro- number, the problem with that is that you're, that requires some uh, perspective and that requires some looking within. Yes, and how I you're told perceived you. and he what has you're lack doing. of humility. And there's this a guy. lot of, there's a lot of people that just are unable to do that. Totally. But then you'll be stifled and you won't grow and yeah, you'll, there's no you'll, progress. There's you'll no... break relationships. And that's what's happening here is that I sat there and he came up and he was like, Hey, what are you making the bacon for? I was like, after all that shit, that's what you're you're <laughs> you're gonna come with is what's with the, what's bacon? the bacon? Right. Hey, what's the where's the beef? <laughs> Fuck I'll never question uh, where, why bacon is being made. Fuck off. I'll be oh, awesome bacon. Give me a piece. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. question no, the bacon. Yeah, and I'll slap your hand and be like, this bacon ain't for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. You ruined your bacon privileges. Lori cooks bacon. I never ask her why she's doing it. No, I just say just, thank you for making bacon. Thank you. Now can you I say touch your butt? You. Can I touch your butt a little bit? Boobies. I go for boobies first. Oh, really? Okay. Hey. <laughs> know yourself, my friend. So... So, yeah, and but the thing is, is unfortunately for him and anybody who knows me, you're fucking with the wrong girl. Yeah. I speak my mind. I have earned my place in my life, and I will not apologize. I, he doesn't, I, I never asked him for a fucking dime. Yeah. Maybe for, you should have. Do you maybe think you should have? No. I don't want to give <laughs> him the satisfaction. And to be honest, he doesn't have a fucking dime to borrow anyway. <laughs> So, well, this doesn't. Uh, if look, the state man, can can uh, hold it over his head. No, I don't care. This is the thing. Is like, 
he wants to criticize bad decisions or try to say I'm making bad decisions. But my dad had a kid when he was 19. Yeah. I met a man that I love who has integrity, has his two businesses that are succeeding. I have done so many yeah. things in my life that I've accomplished and I don't have to sit there and explain myself to somebody because even if I cut him off today, my life won't change. No, I mean, that's the whole, but that's the thing is like, if you don't have uh, any real vested energy, anything into it, like, well, what's the point of doing it? Why are you trying? You know what I'm thinking? How does, uh, and yeah, this is going deeper into this, but no, how does your dad feel about your mom? Oh, you know what's fucked up? Sorry. But so my mom has um, suffered massive head trauma and is now at a very young age in a um, care facility because uh, she was diagnosed with pre-degenerative Alzheimer's. Mm. At, um, she was diagnosed that at 40 some years old and has had to live with the knowledge of that for 10 years. Like how scary is that? Yeah, that's... To know it and still feel your own regression right right and i've gotten in fights with him where he was talking shit to me about my mom while she's sick and dying mm. and i was like are you kidding me who does that even if i was your friend who talks shit about somebody's sick yeah, dying guy, mother what is, is just, wrong uh, with you and he did that in front of my grandparents and they were like what that when lucas was having his birthday they they were in the living room and he starts getting into me about my mom and like, well, you know, people who do this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? You feel me defending her. You yeah. feel me defending this. Like, what is wrong with you? So let me ask this question. What are if you were to put the. The. Uh, bad or the uh, not pleasant experiences if you had a scale and you put the bad, not pleasant experiences on one side and the good experiences or bad memories versus good memories, how would that scale go? I would say this. The detriment of the bad is so massive versus the light favors he's done yeah. that felt like compensation hmm. for the lack. My sister's in college. He helped her get student loans. He helped her get into college. Like, he was there at every softball game. He was there helping her. He lived in the home. He was so supportive. And it almost felt like a kick in the teeth. But the truth is, is that I'm so not attached to any of that in a way that, like, I swear to God, I'm super compassionate and super understanding. Mm -hmm. I always gave him the benefit of the doubt that he was young when he had me. He was immature. Mm -hmm. He didn't know who he was and I'm okay. Yeah. My mom did good. She always made me feel loved. She always gave me everything she could. And she came from shit family. Yeah. So I could have had it way worse and I didn't. And she protected me and supported me. So good for me. Yeah. And good for my sister that she gets to have that. I'm I would never deny her that. So, and yeah. but but I don't get the same back from him. So fuck him. Yeah. Well, so you're saying that your sister 
he did he was there for when for your sister the whole time yeah but also he would extra my stepmom told me he would extra pump it up in front of me like see i can be a good dad yeah well so that's i mean that's what it's about right here you go it's about his he knows that he was a failure to you but instead of being instead of being um humbled by it or regretful he's choosing to express it in a he in his head he's like man i mean i'm being i'm I'm putting words in his mouth he's like man my daughter's like she's just dancing she's wasting her time but jesus christ if i had done this or if i had done that but it's coming out as in you're doing this wrong but it actually what he should be saying is, I think you're doing this wrong, but because it is 100% my fault. No, no, no. And he just no, can't no, say it that I'll way. I'll tell you the truth. No, he yeah. saw it, and he was, like, criticizing, like, oh, she doesn't think anything's going to come of this because... Yeah. Well, no, but the what I'm saying is that the criticism that he projected, that he... Uh, projected onto you no he isn't doesn't isn't a projection of you it's a projection of his failure no early on no it's, it's the- two things a he's jealous because he can't claim that any of my sex successes came from him yeah and b he doesn't think i'm fucking special and that's okay that's okay but the truth is is that i literally don't have any kind of emotional value but what i don't want to do at this point for everything i've done in spite of him is fucking prove myself to him well that's the if i could play um therapist here for a bit the you taking obviously you're going to take it personal and you're going to internalize it because that's the of course how can you not but it's really not about the things. It's really not about you. I know that. And it's not about anything that you do. And the reason I say that is because, um, th- like, say, my, like, I have a kid and she's a little bit older. And the her mom and I had a horrible split up, right. which affected the relationship with the kid. So I wasn't I wasn't there or I haven't been there. Yeah, but do you point your finger at your so kid? Here's the thing is that I won't. Like let's say this is my point. This is, this is so. This is what I'm saying is that if I were to, and you know, and actually the kid is she's she's doing fine. But let's just say that she was not doing something wonky, stripping on a pole. <laughs> yeah, like I. Would, but what if she was the world champion pole dancer? <laughs> no, seriously though. Well, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm laughing, but I have no idea. But what I wouldn't do is like if. Let's say that something drastically changed in the relationship that I had with her. Uh, I would not come at it from a critical point. I would probably try to give some advice, but I would at the same time say, you know, I fully understand that you're. I'm coming at this on the back end. I totally agree with you. Not the front end. I agree with you. Um, but I, in my head, I am fully acknowledging that I am 100% at fault here for allowing it to have gone down that way. Here's the thing, too. And and this is what I was saying about, A, as adults, you don't grow out of your own bullshit. You have Mm -hmm. to choose to try to navigate your own mentality to have less bullshit in your choices, in your words, in your actions, and about being a conscientious 
positive person in the world? How are you contributing? That's yeah. the that's the real question. And on top of it, like, how dare you point the finger? Yeah. I could be doing fraud. You know what I mean? Like, I could be working. I could have some bougie, but, cute. No, let but, me finish this. You, I, I could have some cute, bougie job, right? That looks good on paper, that looks good in front of everybody. And meanwhile, I'm doing fraud. Mm-hmm. Right. And embezzling and doing other things. But it's like for him, it looks good on paper. Right mm-hmm. now. The the truth is, is that I I took my own path and my decisions actually worked out. Yeah. And at no point in time do I deserve the finger of judgment pointed at me because truthfully, I mean, yeah. first of all, the- we shouldn't be pointing fingers at anybody. Because we all come from our own shit. He's got his own fucking baggage, I'm sure. Yeah. But here's the thing, Cody, is that you could you could be anything else and you would still get criticism from this guy. I totally get it. Like there is So at what point do I cut it off for my own sanity? Because from the get go. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Because obviously he's shown well, okay, maybe not from the get go, but you've had enough of history. And he's shown a pattern of this behavior totally. where it won't stop. I so, told him, I told him and not in a malicious way. Yeah. I said, I said to him, I said, look, it's time we just go our separate ways. Yeah. I am. Not, you don't like me. It seems like it could be. It, it's OK. I'm, it's OK. You don't we don't have to. We didn't grow up together. We're not. We are not connected like really. that. Exactly. Just, I mean, blood is, th- that's yeah, about it. But, but the truth is, is that like, my mother is my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. She is not perfect, but damn, did she always give me what I needed. And yeah, for I mean, that alone, <clears throat> for that alone, for him to disrespect her when she was the one who stepped up, yeah. she came from way shittier parents way shittier upbringing and she was the one who fucking stepped up and raised me for that alone if you're gonna talk shit about her and you're gonna try to make me feel bad about who i am today after having no hand in it you can go fuck off and live your life and and i won't subject myself to being disappointed anymore and that's okay and i don't wish you ill yeah i just cannot absorb that anymore you don't yeah and that's okay too that's why i said i didn't say all that i knew in my heart and i left it at that i said here is where we go our separate ways it's totally okay right and you can be a part of my son's life but i'll tell you what i'm not gonna tell him that i will make up little fake fucking excuses sure why he can't come for christmas but i'll be like hey if you want to take lucas for the weekend and have him for christmas you can do that we're busy we're gonna be over here we got we kind of made plans but that's okay i'm just gonna gracefully i think you're being too magnanimous to even allow that to happen i don't care dude it's not it's not lucas's fault either and my son loves him and he's good with my son yeah but at the i told him I said, when was the last time you called me just to call me to see how I was doing? See, it like, hey, let's talk. I haven't talked to you for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, never, never. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I don't need it. You want to be part of Lucas's life? He deserves a grandfather. He loves you. You love him. You can have that. But what I won't let you do is hurt me anymore. 
Yeah. And I get to choose that too. And we get to do that. I learned this lesson when I was 18 years old. I used to have all these shitty friends, like shitty girlfriends who would fuck my boyfriend, fucking, <laughs> no, seriously, steal from me, like talk shit behind my back, all this stuff. And then I met a real group of people, which is my dance crew, yeah. who supported each other. We're doing creative things, artistic things, mm-hmm. supporting each other, pumping each other up. And, oh, try this, do that. Oh my gosh, let's make a let's make a goal that next year we're gonna do this, and we would achieve our goals. And we were producing things and creating things, and like all these amazing accomplishments that we did together and supported right. each other. And I was like, you can choose who you allow in your life yeah, if absolutely. they do not lift you up you can cut them, cut the them out. fuck off exactly and, and it doesn't mean that like the beginning of your relationship i also learned this i've had a lot of awesome friends who through their own side journeys and through their own evolution they changed yeah and you can grow out of those relationships also like, oh, the friend that you were before is not who you are now. And I don't, again, I don't wish you ill, but I also don't not have to be friends with you like that yeah. anymore. We don't have to be close like that. And it doesn't mean that I don't care about you, but at a distance that doesn't have as much of an impact on my life. Yeah. And then sometimes our circles get smaller, but they get deeper. Yeah. And that's for the best also. There's a, do you follow a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk? Vaynerchuk? No. He's a, no. <laughs> he's like a business guy. Yeah, yeah. He has a marketing company, but he's all about motivating business people. Mm-hmm. And he's all about people being productive and, and maximizing their time. He says that you should analyze and rate your friends and then the bottom 10% of your friends that you don't get anything from get rid of them just, I've been doing that that's just, the thing just like do that and then, I used to be sad because yeah. I was feeling like I was getting hurt yeah but I was I was I also felt a responsibility to like be friends with people because they wanted to be friends with me yeah. and I didn't want to feel like I was snobby no. or elitist because but this one girl, she was, she wanted to hang out with me every time. Like, I was out in the public a lot with the dancing, right? And mm. this girl kept coming up to me, and she was like, I really want to hang out with you. You seem like a cool person. I really yeah. want to hang out with you. And I was like, I kind of got some weird vibes, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do myself. A, uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to give this girl a shot. She's mm-hmm. really trying to be friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to this guy's uh, bar and I told her, me and this dude have some history. It's kind of weird. It's kind of rocky off and on. But he's still a friend of mine. And I was kind of like giving her the lowdown. And then we start hanging out at, at his bar. She starts trying to like get his attention. She starts trying to hit on him. Hmm. Then she's telling me how she's like side sleeping with one of her best friend's dudes. And she's like, yeah, he's like trying to call me all the time. I was like, I knew it. I felt it. Yeah. I knew her energy was off. Right. And that was the last time I I cut it off right from there. I was like, this is the thing. You can have a bunch of shitty girlfriends that'll fuck you over, stab you in the back. And they don't have to be girls. They can be guy friends. They can be girlfriends. They can be anybody work colleagues what i believe is i believe in being 
cool with everybody and yeah. like keeping the peace and also knowing when to keep my distance. Yeah. We don't all have to be best friends. Well, uh, any interpersonal relationship has to have mutual benefits. You have to benefit mutually from it. You have to not only do you have to get something positive from that person, but that person also has to get something positive from you. And, you know, uh, in my 17, 18 years of uh, being here in Seattle, my social circle has changed five times. Right. Because a lot of the times, and, and I was analyzing this not too long ago, a lot of the times the friendships that I've had are just completely one-sided. Yep. And Well, uh, because they're no longer in my life, I it was because I was doing that, like too much. I can't stand that either. Like I was doing too much. And that like, person was, either, you know, the, these people are either unreliable or they bring nothing. to. They just suck energy. Or you're trying to call them. You're the one making the connection all the time. And it's like, I have friends it's where like, I'm like, hey, where'd you go? I'm trying to call. I'm trying to make sure you're cool. Yeah. And like, let's hang out. And I was like, look, you don't have to be my friend anymore. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Like, I was good to you. We were good. Sometimes. You know, what I also realized is like it's easy to be super tight when you work with somebody. Right. And you're yeah, seeing them there, every day effortless. and everything. But like to keep connected to keep... after you work, it's no big deal. And I let it go. But it doesn't mean there's. No. I, here's another thing. I don't try to guilt trip people like that. That's what I'm saying about my dad. Like, I'm not going to guilt trip him. Mm. I'm just going to. There's no. I mean, I'm a big. <laughs> what do you I'm do? a big fan of saying what's the point? Exactly. It's like, get it, he's your dad, but he's proven to be kind of a douche for a super long time. To everybody. And it's you, not even just yeah. me. And you, I mean, because it is a, there's this, and, and, and there's this social, uh, there's this social expectation that you have to, uh, you know, that parents are infallible no that, that you have to be present you have to be present if but, you're gonna be my friend you can't cancel plans yeah. or else you're gonna get shit from me or but it's like but it's the it seems like if even if it is a parent if they continue to, if they continually let you down and they continually, or be abusive right they are continually a negative force in your life it is not strange or weird or rude or disrespectful to say listen i don't need this you don't even have to say it though this is <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying it doesn't e you don't even have to say it yeah i had a friend who i was so like any time she would call she and i realized this chick is so addicted to uh being the victim right <laughs> and she wants this whole parade to come around her and be yeah. like fuck him girl or you the, you don't deserve this or whatever the thing right. is of like support me i'm being a victim i'm so sad i'm so this and i was like at some point you have to also realize that you're subjecting yourself and you're doing this to yourself yeah. because <clears throat> she went through this dude's emails like three years back before they were together and then when he got home from work she like shit all over him hmm. about something that was in a french and she didn't even speak the language he was like that was to my host mom and i was thanking her for how much 
she helped me when I was there. And she's like, she's like, I just don't know if I can be with him. I was like, whoa, dude, why are you (laughs) looking through his emails? Yeah. She threw his skateboard, his only thing, threw it off a cliff in Hawaii because he said she had beautiful eyelashes. And then she, he like, like all this stuff. And I was like, do you not feel guilty for throwing his shit off the cliff? That's like super (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. Everything this kid owned, he could fit in a garbage bag and she set it on fire. And like, yikes. Yeah. And then she was like, my heart is broken. I'm like, you (laughs) fucking. So you're a psycho lunatic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And so like, I would always still come to her, but I would also keep it real, but in a gentle way, you know, like, like, you know, you picked a kid who's got problems. You got to give him some grace. You know, yeah. you've got a lot of your shit together and he doesn't. And he probably feels inadequate next. Year. I would say these things. And she didn't want to hear that. She wanted to hear the you go girl. Yeah. And I will never be that. Right. I will be honest, but be sensitive to your feelings, too. However, I called her. I was two blocks from her house and it wasn't even midnight. And I was like, yo, dude, my car just ran out of gas. Is Can you please give me a ride? The, the nearest gas station's really far. And I just need enough gas to start my car. And she was like, oh, no, dude, can you just like call a cab or something? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, yeah, but call me when you get home safe. I was like, fuck (laughs) you. These aren't real friends, right? Yeah. It's it's so one dimensional. Like anytime you're in trouble, you want to call me because I'm reliable. Yeah. But when it's not when it when it's not reciprocated, it's not real. No, no. It's and uh, so they're just parasites. Exactly. And so I was just like, I just started like the way she was when we were first friends was not who she was today. She's gone through some shit. She's in a different place. She's she's trying to take care of herself in a different way. And that's okay. But at the same time, I just got to segue out of it. You know, you just got to kind of loosen the strings. Yeah, because, you know, back to the back to my favorite thing. It's like, what's the point of this relationship? of friendship there's what? no point if i'm gonna be if you're gonna be using me for uh your satisfaction then i'm, I'm not gonna be willingly i'm not gonna partake in that willingly i mean it, it's all that's re- what that's what I, that's the whole uh that's so common now though totally like in my i had a years ago i had this this uh this friendship where i felt it was super super one-sided and like just what you were saying it's like never like i would be the one who would like send a message say hey how's it going what are you doing never that was never like you know if you're friends right you're supposed to like i every once in a while i'll text a friend like have a great monday yeah just touch base just just to connect like if danny my buddy danny if he's uh, if he if I know he's gonna have a a meeting coming up where he if he mentions it in yeah. conversation, like I'll message him later that day. I was like, hey, how'd your meeting go? Like, did you close the deal? Whatever. Right. But this person would just never ask anything, but always needed something. Right. And then like a whole like years passed by, and then we met up again uh, a while ago. And then it was the exact same thing. It was like there's such a lapse 
in the time that we spent together. Mm -hmm. But when we did meet up again, it was, oh, I've been doing this and I've been doing this and I've been doing that. And I've been doing this and I've been doing this and look at this and I've been doing this. Not once has there been a question of like, oh, what what have you been doing for the last three years? Dude, I mean, insane. Me and my friend Angela have a friend like that. And it's we always laugh about it because. I've always been, I, I know this kid. He needs his ego stroke. Is, like, what and so, is this? And so, like, he, and he's like the king of the humble brag. <laughs> he would say, he would say, like, he, all of a sudden, I wouldn't talk to the kid for, like, a year and a half. And yeah. then he'd call. I'd be like, hey, what's up? And he he knows how to be polite. Like, hey, what do you got? What have you been doing? Are you good? Blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's super weird. Like. I just got published in like Japanese Vogue, but, um, but they want me to go and yeah, I just can't, yeah, I don't want to yeah, make the time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's like, no, but I've been like really broke lately, but I mean, it's cool, but I've been really trying in to get, to get into this or blah, blah, blah. Right. And you're just like, did I even talk to you? And, like, yeah, I don't care. And PS, I didn't ask. <laughs> and I'm, and literally I'm wondering like, where am I on the list of the phone calls? And then yeah, I would talk to my 15. other girlfriend and she's like, he called me too. Yeah, he called you're me 15. too. You're the ah, 15th person dude. he's told us to. It's that hilarious. drives me. In, you know, ultimately it's insecurity. They're mega insecure. They need validation. It's the here. I'm going to sound like a boomer. Have you have you been uh, up to par with these? Uh, no. These memes Mm-mm. is the I'm a total boomer here, but. That insecurity and need for validation is what happens when you give kids participation trophies for just. I agree. You know, putting on a uniform for soccer. I agree. When they're six years old, that it's like they need that continuing validation of you're doing it right. You're doing it right. Like hand holding. You're how do I do this? It's like okay, you do this. Uh, you know, for example, a puzzle. You put two pieces together. Oh look, I put two pieces together. Great job. Great job. You've got 1,500 more of these. No, I, I get it when it, they're little. You know what yeah. I mean? And there's some level to, I'm very supportive. Like when I teach Capoeira, and this is, the, here it comes full circle on the keeping it classy. But um, <laughs> no, but the again, you know, this is the ca- classroom of life. Yeah, like exactly. if you can't have this conversation and be real with yourself, if you listen to this and you're cringing because some of the stuff that you do do change your perspective. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Like at some point we have to, I'm not perfect, Yeah. but when I feel myself doing that, I totally try to redirect myself to right. not be that <laughs> person. Don't be a hypocrite. Like, and, and, it's okay to be wrong. Totally. Totally. It's, there's That's this, what I mean about don't be a hypocrite. There's this fear of being wrong that, you know, a lot of us have. It's like no one wants to be wrong. But there's no, there's, I mean, people shouldn't look down on you because you've, you've, you know, said something incorrectly, but then apologize for it or you're just wrong about something. That's what I mean. It's like just be I mean, we're, we're people. No, we're we have to make mistakes so that we can learn from them. But if you don't even admit, I, I swear to God, dude, the value, if my dad came up to me and said, 
I made a lot of mistakes in my life and I should have been there more. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I ever let you down in that way. The value of that would be so well, that's impactful. What I'm saying, is that but he can't allow himself so to be. Yeah. Uh-uh, no, no. Which is kind of like the ultimate egotism. Dude, but this is this is okay. That's okay. I'm not hanging on to that. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm that it's not forward. about you. No, no. None of all that. It was and all. And regardless, you can be positive. I like when I teach capoeira, I when I see somebody so close to hitting a move or a sequence that was right, I will be first in line to be like, no, 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 you got it. If I see them beating themselves up, I'm like, mm -hmm. no, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it if I didn't think you were so close. Yeah. And I've been there. I used to think I was doing shit right. I remember my my teacher has us go down this runway in his school where he's like, okay, freestyle, do this. I'm going to show you this and do this. And he'd be like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck him. I'm fucking, I feel it. I'm doing it right. <laughs> and then I, I was like getting annoyed and frustrated. I was like, fuck, he's fucking telling me I'm doing, I know I'm doing this. And then I thought to myself, okay, bitch, be real. <laughs> what are the odds that he's purposefully telling you you're doing it wrong when you're actually doing it right. Yeah. What's more bizarre? Me think I'm doing it right and somebody's <laughs> saying it's wrong or the fact that I'm actually doing it right and somebody who's a master is telling me I'm doing it wrong just to sabotage me. That's right. And He's what is sentence. the point of me taking a class with somebody who's going to sabotage me like that? Yeah. Sometimes you got to take the fucking criticism. Yeah. Take the criticism. It sucks. It right. fucking hurts, right? <laughs> but being humble is a big hard. deal in being better tomorrow. Be wrong. Yeah. Be humble. And I know everybody who's listening, anybody who's not listening, we respect people so much who are humble. We look at that and admire that as mm. a characteristic of a person. We look at that and go, wow, he's so humble. He's yeah. so accepting. He's so be that. Be what you admire. It's so charming. It's so personable. It's so approachable. And if you do that, more likely than not, you'll attract those people that will totally you and that you can uplift. Totally. Because it's so awesome. You've got to be able to be able to be vulnerable in other yeah. in front of people. And the people who totally let you be vulnerable, those are the people that you let in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. No, I've, uh, you know, like I was mentioning, this is like the fifth iteration of my social circle, like year 18 in Seattle. It's like the fifth mm -hmm. version. But I think I'm at a point now where the people that I really do call friends and, you know, that we, we share a lot of time together. It's like, this is the group that I, this is the group that I've been looking for. It's like, it took a long time. It's worth it, though. It took a lot of trial and error. Dude, the but long it's, game. It's mutual. It's, we both, it, we, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that you have to get something personally out of all of your no. relationships. I know what you're saying, too. But you, you should feel that there is value. Like, I want to provide value to the people around me. I want people to say, hey, uh, you know, Carlos will, either he's there. Like, I've had buddies call me at, two in the morning yeah saying i need you to come pick me up i need you yeah yeah and i've done it but at the same time i want to be able to uh call that buddy uh, call another you know someone else that's and what i said about my friend 
Yeah. I, she, uh, she <clears throat> called me by my house. Yeah. And I went, I was like, dude, if she called me at any time in the night and she was like, I'm two blocks away, I'd be like, I'm putting on slippers. I'll be there in a second. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, so I'll say this black strong. I know you're out there. Motherfucker. (laughs) And here's the, no, but here's the thing. Like his life has changed and I don't hold him accountable in that way that I'm disappointed. Okay. The truth is, is if I'm having the worst day of my life, mm-hmm. he will answer the phone. He will be my friend. He yeah. will let me vent. Yeah. He will support me and be honest with me. Right. And for me, that's hey, more that's, valuable that's than priceless. any. Exactly. And we've been like that for years. And it's such an awesome thing to also say that like a m- woman and a man can have a totally platonic friendship. Mm-hmm. That has no sexual right. underlining uh, energy. Yeah. And it's pure and it's supportive and it's real friendship. Yeah. And I have that with him. And I have that with so many of the boys in my crew, which is why we could be a crew. Yeah. I just went to Tucson, right? And one of the guys in my crew, he told me, he was like, he 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 got inducted into the crew later in the game. He took. He was like, "Hey, I have a guy who teaches capoeira out here. You should come." He's like, "I'll take you to his class. I'll call you, and um, I'll call him and I'll set it up, and you can go to his capoeira class." And he knows Seth, and so mm-hmm. I went to the capoeira school and I took a class. And then afterwards, we were talking. He's like, "Yeah, I've been some through some bad relationships. I had this chick. She kind of. He's like, she got like physically." aggressive with me (laughs) and he's like she kind of took advantage of that like guy won't hit a girl back and he was like the thing is he's like i actually got scared he's like this what we're doing sitting here having a drink and hanging out and talking i'd be afraid to do that and like literally we talked we connected we shared stories about our family we did high fives goodbye and we went home and it was like we connected. We shared life. We toured together. We lived like similar uh, passages mm-hmm. of life with like going to these competitions and doing the same art and doing all these things. And it, there was nothing like sexual about sure. it. And it was so enjoyable for well, me to have an adult conversation yeah. with somebody who was a roommate, who somebody who was a friend that I, you can connect with and share like stories about your parents, stories about stories about disappointment. And like so many people are missing it by muddying the waters right. with. Well, it takes maturity to know that that's not the place. No, it's not that it takes picking people who have integrity and knowing your company. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You got to know your company. The re- that was what he told me. He was like, you know why I wanted to join your guys' crew, why I wanted to move to Seattle is because of your guys' energy yeah. together. Like, you were always happy, always creative, <laughs> always funny, all of these things, right? right? See, that's what happened. So, like, the Beatles, then uh, Yoko comes and messes it all up. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I was the Yoko. I'm sorry. But, but, the, but that's okay because... We, this is what I'm saying about picking the people that you're around, mm-hmm. choosing to have people in your life that lift you up, that make you the best version of yourself, that mm-hmm. produce creativity, 
Mm-hmm. This podcast is a perfect representation. You and me are a great representation of that because I'm so proud of this podcast. And like, I don't, honestly, it's such a pleasure for me to get to do this. And like, because of who you are, because of your integrity, we get to do this. Mm. I show up when I say <laughs> I'm going to show up. Yeah. You say if we cancel, there's no bad feelings. It's right. no, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, and you're a genuine person and we've always had a good genuine connection and we say real things we're not bullshitting with each other and i think that's why other people who listen are attracted to it too and we just got to keep cultivating those kinds of relationships out in the world within your art don't do your art if you're doing it because your boyfriend does it don't do it right if you're going to do it because your boyfriend does it, do it for real. Or your right. girlfriend does yeah. it, do it with 100% integrity within yourself to be the best at it. It's not ever about the ego. We got to learn to put the ego down. It's we, the worst. Be true. <laughs> if you think it's bullshit, say it's bullshit. Me and my husband argue a lot, but the thing that I do know about him is what's coming out of his mouth is always the truth. It's yeah. It, it I he don't. He has a vested interest in looking out for the best of both of you. So it no, comes no, from no, a good it, place. No, it, whether or not he's super opinionated. Yeah. But what I also know is that we don't have to see eye to eye on every single thing to be in love. No, of course not. We don't have to be the same person. Yeah. And that's what makes me like him, is that he's never trying to be something for me. I know who he really is. Yeah. He knows who I really am. I That's what I'm saying with my dad. You fucking with the wrong girl if you think I'm just going to let you shit on me yeah. and go feel sad in the corner and shut my mouth. Mm. I won't. I'll tell you right now. You don't get to talk to me like that. You don't get to treat me like that. And I get to choose my reality. And yeah. everybody out there, you get to choose your reality, live your life, be true to yourself, and try to go one foot in front of the other with love and integrity. Thank you so much. Keep it classy, Seattle. I love you.